1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? If you're feeling... um kind of uncertain as um, I am. I feel like I'm in a Mini Cooper driving up through the Tetons. And I don't know if you've ever been in a Mini Cooper, but if you've ever been in a Mini Cooper and gone over so much as an acorn on the road, you feel it up your asshole. I test drove them once, big mistake. I don't get them. They were cute, but very uncomfortable ride. Not a smooth ride. However, I did love the movie, The Italian Job. Really loved that movie. Okay. And they were Tokyo drifting fucking Mini Coopers all over Milano. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this, but the analogy I'm trying to use is kind of feels like we're in a Mini Cooper and we're trying to drive through an ice storm in the Tetons emotionally. I don't know what to say. Okay. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the answer is for what's going on in this political climate. All I know is the people of Ukraine are fucking badasses. And I think genuinely about my neighborhood, like my HOA, would any of these old fuckers stand up? Would they bear arms to defend the fort? No. And you got grandma in Ukraine right now being like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. I don't know what to say because simply it's totally fucked. I mean, Putin's an asshole. It's unbelievable. What do you say? And I and I have some Russian friends and they're, you know, like, we don't fucking support this. I mean, he's a dictator. You know what I really notice out of all of this? It's always men starting this bullshit. Men. And I, you know me, I'm not man-hating. I'm not mansplaining. But if there were more female leaders, maybe a feminine gentleman, you know, Maybe we wouldn't be in this shit all the fucking time. The power trip of the male ego is astounding. Do you know what ha- would happen if there was just a bunch of women leaders in the world? We would talk shit for sure. We would be at like the G4, G5 summit. And I would be like, yes, yeah, Spain. You know what? She's being a little cunt. No one likes her shoes. Mm-hmm. They've been very mucho uncomfortable. I don't know why, but she's been a little bit of a bitch. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know if like what's going on in her life right now, but she's being a little bitch. Hey, Spain, how are you? Hey girl. Oh my God. I love those clogs. Those are fun. Did you get those from Sweden? You're trying to pull off a look right now? Cool, cool, cool. Hey, so here's the deal. Was I talking shit about you? Yes. Okay. So I technically was, but there's nothing that like you and I can't figure out, you know, and then Spain and I would just Randomly picking Spain, lovely country, love the people. But we would end up crying together and then we'd figure it out. And we'd come out of it stronger. And then we would, again, continue to talk shit about each other, but that's fine. We're not beefing in the streets. And if we did beef in the streets, we'd beef in the streets for maybe 10 minutes and then I don't have much left. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, but these men, they were like, nah. it's a lot of yappa, yappa, yappa. Shut it down now. Nah. Shut up. I don't have any of the answers. I don't understand. I probably should start studying war strategies again. I have a theater degree from the University of Mississippi. I'm not trying to make light of what's going on. My thoughts are with and prayers are with the the Ukrainian people. But like, take a step back and look at the broader picture. All of these, Gaddafi, Putin, all of these, just douche lords. Our bros. And then you got this badass guy who's the president of, of Ukraine who, riddle me this, apparently is a comedian, was a sitcom actor in the Ukraine and got voted by the people to run this shit. And he's standing down there and people want to say comedians aren't worth shit. He's literally being like, I don't need a ride. I need fucking ammunition. Let's go, motherfuckers. And I don't know if you know this, but comedians are pretty fucking scrappy because you know what? People laugh in our face or boo us off the stage all the time. But it's crazy. Like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I don't have an answer. I'm not trying to make you more anxious than you probably already feel. You feel hopeless because we don't know. We don't really have a fight in the game. You know, we're obviously trying to stay neutral on this shit. We can say we condemn this, but we don't fucking know what to do because we don't want to poke the bear because I'm not trying to be in World War Three, guys. I don't know if you know this, but like, I'm not trying to, no. And it's kind of some bullshit right now. I saw this thing that was really cool on TikTok. So apparently there's this Russian oligarch who is a kajillionaire because he sells, he's an arms dealer and he has this mega yacht. And he had Ukrainian yacht staff working for him. And one of the guys was like, fuck this, I'm going to sink this fucking ship. Like a kajillion dollar ship was like deuces and partially sunk the ship. Badass. Again, I just, I think the Ukrainian people are just insane rock stars. I imagine if God forbid something were to happen in my neck of the woods, it would be a bunch of baby back bitches. Be Robin and I on the front lines having to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Karen, are you fucking kidding me? We got shit to do. Anywho, again, I don't know the answers. I don't know what to tell you, but you know what? We're out here doing the most. And all you can do is continue to keep your eyes and ears to the news. Listen, want to tell you something that I really enjoy following. I think she does a really great job of breaking shit down. It's almost news for dummies. Her name is Sharon McMahon. She's no relationship to me, but um, she spells her last name just a little bit different. It's M C M A H O N. And her Instagram is pretty great. It's Sharon Says So. And I don't know if she has a political affiliation. To me, she's very just down the middle, explains the facts. But I'm sure somebody will say something. I don't fucking know. But anyway, she's an America's government teacher. That's her like shtick, right? She explains things that are going on politically and is very good at just breaking things down. And I really enjoy following her. So if you want almost like Ukraine for dummies, follow her at Sharon Says So. She's a badass and a fellow Irish gal. And, you know, I really enjoy listening to her. And I just feel a lot less dumb. You know, I try and read the news and I try and follow up on some shit. I'm like, I have, again, theater degree from the University of Mississippi. I can recite you Shakespeare, you know, or showing you how to be a method actor, but I don't under exactly understand what happened at the USSR. So that's where I'm at. Anywho, how the hell else are we doing? We're doing good. We're doing great. Fantastic. I'm drinking out of my half gallon jug. Hold on. Trying to stay hydrated. I'll tell you what, listen, if you want to take your hydration game to the next level, you just got to get one of these half gallon jugs because you can't keep refilling the smaller ones. I just fill it up for the day. I chug that shit. I refill it. And I just know. Now I have a better understanding. This is how much water I should be drinking. And I've been watching a lot of 1883 and I just finished Yellowstone. And I'm thinking, you know, 1883, you're on the Oregon Trail. You're maybe getting two sips every three weeks. And I've said this before. You know, a lot of doctors are like, we need to drink more water. I don't necessarily understand if that's true. Because back in the day, they didn't have any waters. They had very minimal waters. And then again, a doctor would say, well, we've also evolved as people and now we have, you know, medicines when they didn't have the medicines. I just don't know. I'm, I'm thirsty as fuck and I'm chugging all the waters. That's where I'm at emotionally. I don't know what to tell you guys. This is a weird fucking week, but a lot to get into. I mean, I literally was sitting on the couch, guys, just watching shit going, if there were more women in charge, would we always be in this pickle? Probably not. It'd be like Iceland and Finland talking shit about each other. And then eventually when we all got to the party, there'd be a little beef, maybe a real housewife, throw a clog, throw a shoe, maybe even a leg. Remember when Ava, was it Ava? When she threw a leg in the real house, I was in New York, threw a leg across a table and everyone (gasps) gasped. And you know what? Then she would have a couple tequilas, put the leg back on, and we'd all be good. We'd all be at a diner. The United Nations at a fucking diner at 3 a.m. asking for an extra sign of ranch for our chicken tenders. And I'll share with Spain. And I'll share with Iceland. Ugh. I literally looked at Jeff, and I just was scowling the other day. He's like, what are you upset about? I go, you know what? Don't. He didn't even do anything. He's like, why are you mad at me? I said, Putin. And he goes, I'm not him. And I go, you... Don't look like him, but just walk away. He's like, What the fuck did I do? I go, Ugh. And I just got annoyed and I walked away. And then I didn't speak to him for the entire afternoon. I was just like, Go outside. Hold on. I got to chug. You know what? I also did? Took a little mint, nice little lemon, little mint. Key to to mint is you, you rinse it. Okay. And then I want you to take the mint leaves in your hand, put them on one of your palms, and then take your other hand and clap into that. And that releases the oils in the mint leaf. And then you put it in your water and it's a game changer. If you've ever seen a mixologist make you a nice craft cocktail, you know, when they muddle, when you muddle, it's releasing the oils, the scent, the flavor. You can also clap and uh, squish a piece of mint and then put it in your water. If you just put it in your water, it's not going to have the same effect. You got to squish it. I'm just letting you know what I do to elevate my hydration game. It's Pisces season. I'm coming into my 35 years on this planet going another revolution around the sun. And I am so glad that I found Modern Fertility. What's Modern Fertility, Heather? Well, I'm about to tell you, Claire, so just hang out. Modern Fertility is an amazing way to check your hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. You send your test results essentially back to Modern Fertility and they have their experts look over and take an in-depth look into what your hormones are trying to tell you, right? I didn't know what I didn't know about my fertility until I checked it with Modern Fertility. I didn't know that I had a low AMH. What's that? That means an anti-mullerian hormone, which is essentially a way to look at your ovarian reserve. There's a lot of other things though that Modern Fertility can check, okay? They can check a lot of different factors. They basically look at what every hormone means and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $139 instead of Hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get twenty dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility. dot com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com dot com slash absolutely. You know it's an absolutely yes. Modernfertility.com. dot com. Anywho, listen, I'm excited to just chit-chat, talk to you guys. My birthday's coming up. We're in Pisces season. And I'm starting to realize that Pisces season is getting a little aggressive. COVID popped off during this time of year. Now we're um, having to watch what goes down in a possible... Impeding World War III. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Pisces are creatives. We're dreamers. We, uh, you know, I guess we ruffle feathers, but it's really only for ourselves. And I don't know what the fuck to tell you. But it seems like every end of February into middle of March, shit starts popping off. I want you guys to know I'm not liable. I didn't start this. All right. I don't know what to tell you except start praying, gird your loins, and send me gifts if you feel so inclined. Anywho, Back on the road, guys, I have shows coming up in Albany, Fort Lauderdale, Omaha, Nebraska, Tulsa, Oklahoma. We got two shows in Tampa in May. We're about to do the big announcement for Atlanta. I know you guys are probably like, why the big announcement? Why are you waiting? Simply because we're fighting for theater space, okay? Atlanta market, they have like a couple great theaters, but we are waiting to get our bid in so that we can get our theater space. It will be the end of May. Or possibly early June. But when we announce it in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be huge. It's going to sell out quick. But go to heatherontour.com to get your tickets. I am so excited to be back on the road this weekend. I know we all need some giggles. Albany, excited to be inside of you. My writing partner, Jen Zabrowski, is from Albany. And she said, "Um, gird your loins. Albany is a, um, a rough and tumble kind of town. But I'm excited. I'm excited to have boots on the ground there see what you're all about. I'm performing at the historical egg, which is a weird fucking theater shaped like an egg. Very art deco, very futuristic seventies, but I'm very excited to be there. Art deco and seventies are not the same thing. I don't know why I use both of those. I'm spiraling. Okay. Because I'm trying not to look at the news and I'm sweating through the sweater and I'm trying to stay hydrated, but I'm also trying to be like, Hey, guess what? I'm going on a trip soon. Like be happy. But then it's like, we may not be alive in a week. I don't fucking know what's going on. And I feel like you guys look to me for some answers. And guess what? I have
1: no fucking
0: idea what to tell you. I'm still trying to get TikTok verified. Okay. I don't know. But I love that the president of Ukraine is a comedian. I love that. I love that journey for us. What a badass. What a fucking badass. Oh God, guys, life. What is fucking happening? It's, I don't know why. It's like, it's literally my dad's birthday. It comes around and then shit in the world starts to pop off. I don't know what to do. Please don't be mad at me. God damn, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But what I can do is try and listen to your dumb fucking voicemails today and see if there's any life advice I can give you because I'm not a political correspondent. I'm DMing my girl, Kayla Tausche at CNBC and I'm literally going, Kayla, Kayla, what, what, what is happening? And she's like, Heather, I'll tell you when I figure it out. You know what I mean? She's in the White House every day and I go, Kayla, what's happening? And she goes, classified. And I said, I don't know what that means. You know, she's like, as soon as I find out, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh God, I am friends with people who are way smarter than I am. And I don't give myself enough credit. I mean, listen, I'm a stand-up comic. I'm pretty fucking smart. But... I feel like if I was in a political position, I could like figure some shit out. Number one, transparency. Number two, don't bullshit. I think after COVID, like if I were to run for governor or mayor, I would literally get on the television and go, this is what the fuck is up. The water is dirty. Okay. It's going to cost us $10 billion to clean it. So if you motherfuckers want to quit, I don't know. Go on to tanning beds and want to take your 20, 50 a week and maybe add it to the clean water bill, then we can all fucking drink for the next 10 years. Capiche? Tanning beds. I used to tear those fucking fuckers up. Terrible. Again, this is also going into the Pisces season. You know, if things are about to start warming up. Definitely get your moles checked. Get your moles checked. I just went for my annual mole check. I've got one on my ass I got to keep an eye on, but she said nothing to worry about, but she did take a photo of it. And then I forgot there was a very close-up of a patch of pale skin with a, not a raised mole, a flat mole. And I opened my phone the other day at AT AT&T to fix something. That was the first thing that popped up because I just left the derm and I, I screamed and I realized, oh, that's me. God bless. What am I doing? I've had a slipped, um, a bulging disc in my back. That's why I was in so much pain. Went to the gyno. Went to the urgent care. Went everywhere. I thought I had kidney stones. That's how much bad pain I was in. And both of my doctors sent me. They're like, you need to go get like an X-ray or something and figure out these kidney stones. Turns out it was actually a pinched nerve that felt like kidney stones. Okay, that's how bad. But thank you to my uh, orthopedist, Doctor Harris, and my wonderful chiropractor, Doctor Malucci. We are cooking with gas. And this is the other thing. I got a personal trainer. I'm starting with her this week. I'm very excited about it. No excuses. But this is the difference. I'm not even trying to get that ripped at this moment. I'm just trying to build my muscle because I used to be fucking like strong as shit. And I just need to like get my muscular structure back in shape so that I can do things like lift a carry-on size bag into the back of an Uber while I'm on tour and not slip a fucking disc. Like, I love when I see these TikTok trainers who are like, how to get ripped abs and 30 moves. No, I'm trying to not end up in the hospital. That's exercise. Once you hit 35 and up, that's exercise. It's not even to get ripped anymore. It's to make sure your L7 and your L6 don't rip apart from each other. Every morning, I'm in the bed doing cat-cow stretches, howling at the moon. With my damn dog Rigatoni, because we don't know if we're gonna make it out the bed, and we don't have anything to complain about. Okay, we are privileged. That's the other thing too. I've been in a little bit of like an emotional funk, just kind of a lot of work shit going on, and been feeling like I have to kind of play this Hollywood game, and I don't. I'm not in the mood to do it. I'm just like, I want to do what I want to fucking do, and let's fucking do it. But apparently, you gotta, you know, suckle on the teat a bit, and I've just never made my career that way. Like I was just feeling annoyed and stressed and like hormonal and upset. And then I was like, dude, I have nothing to complain about. Whatever. Live, laugh, love, bitch. Get out on the road. Go get your Delta Diamond status. Go to heatherontour.com. Buy tickets to my shows because they're fucking phenomenal. And keep rolling. You know, it's hard. It's hard. All of this that's going on has really put things in perspective for me. Just like keep crunching, keep cranking along. Nobody has the answer. So if you feel just as flustered because you don't know what the fuck to do. You know, I had a really great episode during COVID. Literally, I think it was titled, like nobody knows what the fuck's going on. I can't tell you what what to do or what to say. All I can tell you is keep your eyes and ears open and be supportive and kind to the people around you. Legit, that's my political take. Because I I don't know what the answer is for all of this. And that's not me being ignorant. It's literally like, I don't, you fucking know? And I love it. All these like Facebook moms, all of a sudden, oh, you're a war correspondent. You know what the fuck is going on, Marianne? No, you don't. Honey, you got about $60,000 worth of AdvoCare spark in your garage that you're trying to push on everybody you went to high school with. And we all know you're a cunt, so we're not buying it. I'm not promoting your pyramid scheme. Okay. In one breath on Facebook, you can say like, and this is why we should have never elected Biden. What? What? Also 50% off Advocure Spark. (laughs) What? No. Inappropriate. Also, I hate you. That's where I'm at. You know, 90% of life is just about communicating. It's about relationships, relationships you might have romantically you know, a work relationship, a platonic relationship. There's so many different facets and so many different relationships out there. And you know what? Sometimes you got to talk to a third party because you know what? I don't ever want to seem like I'm gossiping. I don't want to sit around and bitch about the people I got to work with or bitch about the people in my life. So that's why I go to Talkspace. I love Talkspace because it's an amazing resource for relationship issues, especially when you don't know what the problem is. Listen, it's never good to talk about the people in your life, except sometimes you should talk to a professional about it, right? Maybe they can be a sounding board. I love Talkspace. It makes getting therapy so incredibly easy. It's an amazing resource. Also, because I'm on the road, if I'm having a rough afternoon or I'm stressed about something before a show, I can talk with an online therapist and they can kind of guide me through my feelings, my emotions, my stress, my anxiety before I go out on stage so that then I can go do my job. Listen, we're all adults here, okay? We're all just trying to get by. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on in the world. We're all just trying to put one foot in front of the other, be better people, and be better humans. But you know what? We all can bitch about shit. And sometimes it's better off to do it with a professional. I love Talkspace. They make it super easy. And I've got a deal for you. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code absolutely at signup. That's $100 off at Talkspace, dot com promo code absolutely. Again, $100 off at Talkspace.com. This is an amazing deal. Check them out. They've been keeping me sane and they will help you too. Okay, listen, before we really take a dark downward spiral, I'm going to get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. The voicemails bring me joy. It's a little bit of levity nowadays. Also come on the road. We're going to be giggling. We're going to be doing the most. I'm going to be telling jokes. I'm in Albany this weekend at the historic egg. And then I'm going to go away for a little bit with my girl, Jackie Schimmel. Hopefully we can still go on our trip. Just want to get out and get some culture. I mean, fuck, we need it now more than ever. Damn. And then um, I'm going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, Tulsa, Oklahoma. We got shows coming up in Florida. We're hitting that Fort Lauderdale. We got shows in Tampa and we will be announcing the big show in Atlanta soon. There's more dates on on the map. We have Chicago, but I'm pretty sure the the Chicago theater sold out. It's going to be fucking insane. Y'all go to heatherontour.com. Get your tickets. Let's get into the voicemails.
1: Hi, Heather. So I'm just going to cut to the chase. The absolutely not is to me because I just, had some relations with my ex-boyfriend who we just broke up. We were together with uh, for two years. What was I thinking? I don't know. I can't tell my friends because I'll get yelled at. So I'm just going to tell you because I feel like I need to tell someone. I have to absolve my sins in a way. You can scold me. Please do gentle. I am a Pisces like you. So I don't know how you get it together. Well, thanks. Have a good, beautiful, blessed day.
0: Bye. Hey, sister friend. Okay. Listen, you know what I love? I love that we're calling ourselves out. All right. And I want you to know, this is a safe space. We can discuss this. I need you to know that on my couch across from my desk right now in my studio, I do have a pillow that says, what? And I cannot stress this enough. The fuck though? What? And I cannot stress this enough. The fuck? Now I'm not going to judge you, but you and I both know this is an absolute not. Okay. We don't go back. We only move forward. Heard something really great by somebody at a bar the other day that he said, You're never gonna miss the job that you left. You might miss the dick that you once had, but you know what? There's better dick out there. Dick that can commit, dick that can, I don't know, send you flowers on your birthday. Now, you said you're a Pisces. We're sensitive. I think we're a little bit more empathetic. We're not sensitive like cry. We're more in tune. I feel when the world's hurting, I'm hurting. When you get a bad sunburn, I also can feel the heat on my skin. Do you know what I'm saying? Got to drop the fuck, boy. Okay? I'm telling you right now. If Jeff and I ever break up, you know what I'm doing. Well, first of all, we'll both probably be dead because I will murder him and then he'll retaliate. It's something like that. I will find a nice, heavier set woman who's really great with her hands. Doesn't have to be a sexual relationship. Okay, we'll have 10 French bulldogs together, a couple cats, and we'll make boondoggles and scrapbooks and live a very artsy fartsy life. And I do not care. I will be happy as a clam, no pun intended. Okay, great lesbian joke there. But yeah, you got to move forward. Okay, we can't keep going back for that loose dong because I'm going to tell you this right now. You're going back to the ex, you know. He's been probably seeing somebody else since the breakup because men are just desperate. Uh-uh. You don't need that, that loose, sick dick. You don't need it. I didn't even tell you guys. Okay, the advice that I got from somebody was at a widespread panic post show party when I was in Columbia, South Carolina. It was a gentleman who worked for the band and he leaned over to me and he literally goes, you're never going to regret the job, the job you left behind. I was like, well, I love my job. It's like, I'm just saying in general, if you've ever quit a job before, you're never going to go. I wish I wouldn't have. I was like, that's a great point. I don't know who's working in corporate America who needs to hear this, but that was a great point. I didn't even fucking tell you guys what happened. I did not even tell you guys what happened. So after my Columbia, South Carolina show, I get a text from a friend who knows the band. We're all staying at the same hotel. They're like, let's go party afterwards. I said, great. So this is a friend of a friend from Atlanta. I end up going to some after party with a bunch of like 42 year olds. I wouldn't say groupies. They are groupies, but they're like friends of the band, you know, but the band's like they're at home. They're in the hotel chilling. But I I was like, all right, listen, I really don't go out after the shows, but you guys rented out the bar. Let's fine. Let's go have some drinks. And I realized I used to go see widespread panic, like jam bands, but specifically panic. Every New Year's Eve in college, I would go see them because they'd perform at what was Phillips Arena, but now it's State Farm Arena here in Atlanta. And so when somebody from the band like reached out to me and they're like, hey, you're doing a show in Columbia the same night. as us, like, let's party. I was like, fuck yes. This is very nostalgic for me. And I ended up hanging out with some of, I guess, you know, friends of friends and everybody's in their like forties and fifties, just getting hammered and having the time of their life. And I was like, I hope that I'm ever a part of a club that's this cool where people were still in our fifties and raging. And I met this great gentleman who was just a, a friend of a friend of a friend. Okay. And we're sitting there, we're chit-chatting and he's from Augusta and we're laughing our asses off. And I said, listen, I got to be honest with you. Can I ask you a genuine question? I'm turning 35 this year. I know that's not an old age, but I need to know because I can't keep up with you crazy road dogs. What kind of drugs do you take when you go to a concert? And the guy literally looked at me and goes, I'll tell you what, i take Molly and mushrooms. I said, you can do both? He said, hell yeah. I usually start the night off with Molly and then I come down on the mushrooms. I said, I've, I've done mushrooms before, never done the Mollies. I said, how does your heart not explode? He goes, no, nah, it's cool. I know where I'm getting my drugs from. I said, well, where do you get your drugs from? He goes, the guy owns a liquor store down the street from me. <laughs> and we both paused and he's high as a fucking kite. And we both started laughing so fucking hard. I was like, that's your answer? That's like me saying, I get a pap smear from Jiffy Lube. That's the answer. I went to Valvoline to get a swab on the throat to see if I have strep. He's like, hey, you know, haven't died yet. And just, can't. he's like, you want a tequila? And I'm like, fuck yes. Yes, I do. But then it made me feel like such a baby back bitch because here I am, you know, bulging disc, turning 35. Really have cut out a lot of alcohol in my life cuz I can't hang like I used to. Meanwhile, I got let's just call him Charlie. We got Charlie over here doing M&Ms, mushrooms and Molly and has been in a 6-day concert. Said he used to go to Bonnaroo for 4 weeks. Bonnaroo only lasted 2 weekends. There's five days off in between. And this fucker literally said he was partying for four weeks. He's like, the band keeps playing. I'm like, but they left on Monday. You're here the following Thursday, still in the amphitheater, jamming alone. Best fucking advice, though. I trust the guy. He owns the liquor store down the street. You know, you can trust the ex because you know what you're getting yourself into, but it's a drug. It's like the liquor store. You keep going back for the fix. You got to break the cycle. You got to start buying your booze from a, I don't know, a big box like a Costco, a tower liquor. You know what I mean? Don't go back to that small spot down the street that keeps selling you the drugs, giving you that dirty D my ability to make stories come full circle is wow, alarming. But yeah, I ended up fucking partying until 4 a.m. And you know, you meet random people in a a bar and I'm chit-chatting with this guy and we're fucking laughing our asses off. He's like 56, telling me all about how like he prepares himself to do drugs on the weekend to follow his favorite bands. And I'm like, If I don't get enough hydration or a protein shake or like half a bar, a go macro bar before my show, I have a meltdown, not emotionally, physically. I'm halfway through my show and I, and I'm literally like seeing stars. I almost think I've created this thing in my mind where I'm making myself weak. I'm talking about my problems almost so much that I'm making myself weak. I need to fucking buckle up. I just slap myself. It is Pisces season. It is the Ides of March. We got to fucking go. And while you're an empath and while you're a sensitive, listen, bitch, put down the dirty D. Go for a fucking walk. Take a shot of brandy, go to Publix, get a pub sub, have them scoop out the bread though, lightly toasted because sometimes it's too much yeast in the sandwich. You want the crunchy outer layer, but you're really going for the overload of banana peppers and pepper jack cheese in the middle. With that boar's head turkey. Brr, brr. You know what? Everybody who's a Pisces right now, buckle up. Yeah, we're in our time. But guess what? Our time is tumultuous right now. You want to know why? Because we're shit stirring. And we got a man, woman, the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? We're zelensky and up. He's the president of Ukraine. Zelensky the fuck up. Okay? We got to go. We got to roll. We got shit to do. I'm not fucking around and you're not fucking around with your ex. Do you hear me, bitch? Great. You know what I love? A well-fitted bra. Okay. You know what I don't have time for? A bra that makes my back fat roll up. A bra that's digging in. A bra that doesn't fit. A bra that has double boobage spillage overage. All right. There's nothing better than like a perfect pair of slippers, a perfect pair of track pants. You know what you should be wearing every day though? That's that close to your Damn, body is a perfect bra. And you know what I love is Third Love. I love their 24-7 classic t-shirt bra. It is their number one bra for a reason. It offers unparalleled comfort thanks to a very unique detail in its fit, style, function, and design. Loved and worn by millions of women, it doesn't pinch or dig and you don't have to take it off the moment you walk in the door. Every day, every day. I walk in the door, I used to rip off my old bras. But now with Third Love and their 24-7 classic t-shirt bra, I forget it's on half the time. It's so unbelievably ultra thin. It has memory foam cups. that gives your boobs everyday comfort and support. Lux straps that never slip. Listen, I don't understand everybody who just wears these tiny little bralettes, okay? That's not an option for me. I need something that's got nice support, Lux straps, and is so smoothing, it looks invisible no matter what you wear. It's also available in cups A through I, including Third Love's exclusive half cups. You know some people are half cups. Okay. I'm a 10 and a half shoe size. So why couldn't you be a half cup? Not all tits are made equal. Okay. Listen, I also love their um, online shopping experience. It's just super easy. The fitting room quiz is like a personal shopper, but better. It focuses on size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to find bras, that are perfect for you. Feeling is believing. Give your boobs a 24-7 comfort. They deserve. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash absolutely. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash absolutely. Again, go to thirdlov com slash absolutely for 20% off.
1: Hey, Heather. It's Elizabeth at the University of Georgia. And I have an absolutely not for you. Absolutely not for invading Ukraine. Okay, well, that's pretty much it. Have a blessed day
0: and uh, rock on. Melissa, couldn't have said it better. And my absolutely not is uh, invading Ukraine. That's it. Great. Perfect voicemail. Couldn't agree with you more. All the things I was fumbling through earlier that I tried to say, You just said in a nutshell, you know, what's an absolutely not war invading a country that did nothing. Greed, agreed, bitch. And again, sensible woman saying a sensible statement. You know what? If we were all at a UN baby shower together, we would figure this shit out. You know what? I just, just food for thought. Why don't we take a bunch of hussies from a bunch of different countries and tell me if we could, I don't know, get together and figure out this shit? Look at Cuba, man running the show, fucked up. Venezuela, man running the show, fucked up. Russia, man running the show, fucked up. Syria, fucked up. Okay. Other parts of the world, fucked up. Who's running the show? some bra some bra has got to flex his power relax re-fucking-lax Ugh. agreed agreed
1: heather so i've had some wine so that i get the story out but i have to tell you what happened to me last week so i participate in the yoga and bar and i love it and it's great And it's how i Work out my anxiety. We love it. So here's what happens. I'm my bar class. We are doing some cardio. You say, ma'am, let's go back to the bar. We go back to the bar. As I go back to the bar, I'm leaning over, doing some leg lift situations. And I look out the window. Heather, what do I see? An erect penis. There's a the flasher. There's a serial flasher. And all I see is an erect penis right in my of sight and so what do I do I don't know I just leaned to the lady next to me and I'm like holy shit I I just saw an erect penis out the window I'm trying to do bar what do I do and so we told everybody in the bar class and what did I do that they continued the class so the whole time I'm like I'm absolutely traumatized but I just saw that so I just I don't know I'm still not okay absolutely not thoughts. How, how do I cope with this? How do I get past it? The owner of the, the bar studio called me and said that they have filed reports, but like, we have a serial flasher situation. Help, please. Thanks. Love you. Also, Ole Miss DG kisses.
0: This is a perfect example. Listen, I know I have dudes that listen to this podcast. I love you. You're all great, wonderful people, but you have to understand when women say shit like enough, it's this kind of shit. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You're doing your exercises. You're chilling. You are maybe in a downward dog. Maybe you're at the bar. You're doing a light. You got a ball between your legs doing an inner thigh pulse. This is such a typical dude thing. You're doing your own thing, staying in your lane, minding your business. And of course, some dude comes by and thinks, I got a boner. Let me show you. You didn't ask for it. You probably looked up and made eye contact, which will be burned in your brain for the rest of your life. I've seen a flasher before outside my church once. I'll never forget. It's like burned in my memory my sister and I were in the car and my mom was at the stoplight and it was almost like slow motion. We both slowly turned to the right because we could feel something. And I was in the back seat and she was in the front seat. And there was a man who was pulling on his penis. He pulled it out of his pants, looked his dead ass in the eyes and started yanking on his dong, laughing as we both were stunned and then my mom didn't see it and just kept driving. And then it wasn't until like two days later that I asked my sister, I go, did you see that? And she goes, I did see that. I mean, we were probably like eight and 11 and I was like, I'm not okay. She's like, (laughs) the trauma. Do you know what I mean though? This is like what's going on politically. Nobody asked to see your dick. Putin, no one asked. No one cares you got a big military. Nobody asked. Ukraine was minding its fucking business. We are all minding our fucking business and you want to roll by and do a flash. Show us what you got. No one cares. You're the worst. Stop, please, now, immediately. I'm trying to live in freedom I'm trying to get some exercise and you're rolling by to show me your dong enough. It's the audacity for me. Like, let's call this flasher, let's call him Phil. I don't understand what he gets off on. Riddle me this. So you're running around town with a boner. You're just running around town with a boner. What do you like roll up in front of a supermarket, show your dong and then go home and jerk it? I don't understand you know he's driving a sad Toyota Corolla. Did he at least have a Burberry trench coat? I'd like to know what he was covering up with. Because if he was pulling it out of some loose sweatpants, go fuck yourself. You know, maybe if he had a top hat on and a nice Cuban cigar and a Burberry trench, then I'd say, hey, maybe this is a fashion week Luke. But no. You're just a broke dude named Phil trying to show me some dong while I'm bettering myself. I'm good. No, thanks. Move along. And now this lovely lady is going to have to think twice every time she goes to the yogas. She's trying to relieve stress and she's got loose dick flying around her exercise studio. Give me a fucking break. Unbelievable. I'm getting fired up over here. God. It's like when dudes send a dick pic. I don't want to see it, sir. I don't care. I don't care. I literally, oh, is that your tongue? (laughs) Is that it? Is that your penis? I'm good. My mom's favorite joke. I mean, she's got a solid 10. She could open for me is, Don't show me a picture of your penis. Show me a picture of your checkbook. And then I said, mom, nobody looks at their checkbook. She goes, show me your bank statement. I said, that's better. That's a tighter joke because checkbooks, nobody really uses those anymore. And she goes, thank you. Thanks for the note. Show me your heart. Show me your 10-year plan. How do you plan on taking care of your mother? Unbelievable. I'm sorry. That's traumatic. I'm sorry that happened to you. Just an erect penis. Well, you're over here trying to do a sun salutation, goodbye. You know what's better than an ad break? I'll tell you what, a beach break. And I know we could all use a getaway right about now. When I want to book a beach vacay, I use cheapcaribbean.com. It is easy, breezy, and we are sitting right by the beach, boy. I'm all about that all-inclusive life. I get more food, more drinks, and more fun for less money and with less worries. Basically, I get more of what I want and less of what I don't. Cheap Caribbean has great deals on incredible all-inclusive beach vacations throughout the Caribbean, Central America, and Mexico, including Cancun, Jamaica, Los Cabos, Punta Cana, Aruba, and more. Book today and get a next-level beach vacation at Breathless Resorts and Spa by AMR Collection. Less money, less worries, more beach when you book at CheapCaribbean.com. Listen. CheapCaribbean.com means more. Let's go, babies. It's time for the vacation.
1: Hey, Heather. It's Diana from, well, from New York, but I'm in Austin, Texas now. Still a true New Yorker at heart. Uh, I just wanted to say absolutely not to taking a tennis lesson and having my tennis coach tell me that it was time for me to get a new racket. Cool. Totally fine. And then he said the next time your boyfriend or husband would like to splurge on you, to which I promptly stopped him and said, No, ma'am, it's just me and my money. So just absolutely not to assuming I mean, I think he meant had good intention in the sense of like maybe having someone else spend the two hundred plus dollars, but like I don't need no man or their money. So absolutely not to that. Anyway, love your podcast. Bye
0: girl, I hear you on this, the sentiment from a tennis coach. I'm going to throw this out there. Tennis coaches can be fucking dicks. All right. I think that this guy though, probably had good intentions. I think he was, or he was just low key trying to figure out if you had a boyfriend or husband. You know what I mean? I think he was actually trying to flirt and he was like, you know, I don't know if your boyfriend or like your husband or something wants to like buy you a gift, like wants to splurge on you. That's him trying to say, yo, bitch. You single, you know what I mean? You down to touch this dong. <laughs> no, again, no. Um, But I had a tennis coach. Now, listen, I'm very athletic, okay? I went to our club. I got a lesson from the tennis pro like two and a half years ago. And I shit you not, he goes, 20 minutes in, all right? Very athletic, agile on my feet, moving around, sprinting across the court. He said, uh, this isn't gonna work. I said, what? What do you mean? I'm like, did I just say something offensive? did my labia pop out of my tennis skirt? You know, to me though, that would be a plus for him. He goes, yeah, you're a golfer. Tennis players can learn how to play golf, but I can't teach golfers how to play tennis. And I'm like, you're a professional. Huh? He's like, no, you guys take too full of the backswing and you'll never not do the backswing. So that's kind of where we're at. And literally like asked me to leave. It was so bizarre. I don't think the pro is still there. And I got in my car and I called Jeff and I go, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened, but I think the tennis community just rejected me. Now, I know the point you were trying to make was, listen, brah, I, I paid for my own tennis lesson. I'll buy my own fucking racket. I just bought pickleball. Pickleball paddles, which is a half-court tennis situation. Because I said, you know what? I clearly now I'm intimidated by tennis. As people have tried to explain how you score tennis and it has never made sense. Ace, deuce, love. I don't get it. And the sets, and you got to win five to six. I it does not make sense. Golf makes sense. If it's a par five and you get the ball in the hole at five, you just hit par. You know what I mean? Eagle, birdie, it makes sense. You're just subtracting from the amount of par. Ace, deuce, what does that mean? You couldn't just say one, two, three? Come on. Now I got I to gotta calculate this shit in increments of 15? Mm, no. Anything above 45 is very confusing. Anywho, what I was trying to say was, This guy was obviously trying to do a little quick flex. That was his way of flirting. But I got pickleball because I'm about to join a pickleball league because I need something that's tennis adjacent that gets my cardio in, but that maybe I won't be rejected from. People who play tennis exclusively, though, I'm going to just say it, can kind of be assholes. And I know everyone likes to pretend that the tennis community is really inclusive, but look at Djokovic. Johanovan Djokovic, that's not his name. I don't know his name, but he was a real turtle alert. You know what I mean? Serena's a badass. But there's a couple people in the tennis community. Remember, what's his, Andre Agassi? No, he was nice. You know who I'm talking about. McEnroe, McEnroe, McEnroe. What do you know? His birthday's February 16th. He is not a Pisces. He's actually an Aquarius. Yeah, Mac and Row. Remember, he used to ooh, throw, the, ooh, throw the, the racket. My best friend, Mary Beth, still will not let me live this down. When we went to go play tennis one day, I was like, yeah, girl, I got it. And I pulled out a bunch of rackets from our garage and they were all wooden. They were antique wooden rackets. And I tried to use them to play tennis at our club. And she said, that's not a real racket. And I said, well, you know what? Try me, bitch. And I'm pretty sure I just, to, to prove her wrong, I ended up with a handful of splinters. Couldn't give hand jobs in the eighth grade for a while. That's how splintered up I was, calloused. But I never wanted to let her know that I had made the wrong decision by using an antique racket. I think it was actually for like a, um, an antique that we were gonna like hang up on the wall in the gym. But I took it half court and fucking grand slammed that bitch. All I'm saying is, yeah, it's your money. You do you. You don't need anybody to buy you shit. But if this guy's hot and he wants to take you to dinner, maybe ease up a little bit. Listen, at this point, we're asking for bare minimum. I'm asking you not to invade my country. And I'm asking you not to just show up outside my Pilates studio and show me your erect penis. Can you do that? Can you do those two things? Great. It's a date. That is the bare minimum I'm asking you for. Okay. McEnroe. i tell you what though. I uh, went up to my club pool one time in the summer, you know, they have these like Alta tennis things or the club tennis, the tennis teams. Can I also say they're a little fucking kinky. The ladies in the tennis group, they have these like themed parties. You know, I love a themed party. First um, swap social mixer, if you will, that I ever went to in college for my sorority. It was bikers and babes themed. And I thought it was, you know, Tour de France, I showed up in an entire European bike outfit that a middle-aged man would wear. And I get on the bus and they go, Heather, it was like Hell's Angels. It's like bikers, bikers and babes, like motorcycle, like leather. It's a leather leather and fringe party. And you're dressed like a a middle-aged man named Sergio who's on a bike somewhere in France. You look like an asshole. So I show up at the at the pool one day at the club because my friends are on the tennis team and they're like, come, we're having a party. Everyone's dressed up like um, you know, little red riding hood, Cinderella. It was like a princess themed party. And I said, What the fuck? Y'all are all about to fuck each other. And you know what I'm not going to do is participate in this. I will remove myself from the party and wait very cautiously and suspiciously in the bushes with my Chardonnay and watch it go down though. You know what I mean? But I don't want to be associated, but I'll watch from afar. They were like, yeah, this is our theme party. We play in like, you know, snow white outfits. I was like, "Mm." this seems like a kink to me. Not only are tennis players angry, but they're horny too. And all of that, I don't have time for. Okay? And you know who probably came up with that idea to have a bunch of women in an Alta Tennis League dress up like Little Red Riding Hood is some freaky, nasty, perverted tennis pro. Get your life together. If there is a tennis pro though, who has a decent moral compass and who would like to give me a second chance for me to redeem myself so I could really learn the art of tennis, I would really like that. Again, you can reach out to me through the podcast or the absolutely not line 800-213-7503. But the, for the rest of you, half court pervs, get out of here. Okay? You yeah, half court sex maniac. Goodbye. Well, I think this is a perfect place to end the podcast this week. If you want to get dicked down and dress up like a furry, join your local tennis league. And that's all I got. (laughs) Guys, I'm trying to make sense out of all of it and nothing nothing makes sense anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep doing shows and doing the comedies until somebody asked me to stop professionally. I need you to come to the shows. They've been fantastic. Dude, what an amazing, packed to the brim show in South Carolina. So much fucking fun. Oh, also, I just want y'all to know, you know, y'all have been behaving yourselves and being so great, so phenomenal. I did hear that my show in Orlando, hold on, I cannot believe I forgot to tell you guys this. I don't know who she is. Security just gave me a report. Like after the show, sometimes the cops will come backstage, walk us out, and I'm like, hey, what, did everybody behave themselves? A police officer told me that a woman was so fucked up at the Orlando show, she apparently fell down some stairs. And ma'am, if this is you, please call into the hotline so we can do a wellness check. I don't know who you are. Nobody gave me a name. I'd like to make sure you're okay. She was so fucked up, though. She fell down, and when she came to, she said that everybody who was trying to help her was holding her against her will and tried to run out of the building. And they were like, ma'am, we want to make sure that you're not injured because you took a tumble because you had 16 white claws in one hand and showed up intoxicated. And she was screaming that people were holding her against her will. So if you are that woman, I want to make sure you're okay. I assume no liability because if you showed up fucked up, that's on you. Okay. But I just want to know what the fuck happened kindly let me know anyways excited i will be back on the road again albany new york if you didn't make it to the show in the city we had three sold out shows at town hall this past fall but if for any reason you didn't make it take the two-hour drive up to albany we got some tickets left heatherontour.com then tulsa oklahoma omaha nebraska a bunch of shows in florida and then um, we're going to announce atlanta soon we got the big show in chicago and i know i got some other dates on the books we're doing it Heather on tour. Oh, salt lake city we've got phoenix Oh, we've also got Vancouver. Vancouver. Listen, if you're in Portland, if you're in Seattle and you could make it to the other shows, come up to Vancouver. Vancouver, British Columbia. Let's go. Very excited to be back on the road. Heather on tour.com. I will see you guys next week. at Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. And uh, love you, Nina. Bye.